0: It's Wake Up Wyoming, with Glenn Woods.
1: 6.06 the time, it is a Monday. It's Wake Up Wyoming. My name is Glenn Woods. Thanks for joining me. Oh, look, my computer's sending me a winter storm alert. Okay, that's going to be part of the whole thing. We haven't even gotten Monday started. In fact, early on Sunday, before we got anything going, already highways around Wyoming were closing down. So, okay, might as well... I mean, it, Look, it's just the beginning of the week, even on Sunday... People weren't able to, well, I-80 is always closed, but...
2: morning. We're sorry, but due to winter conditions, Wyoming is closed. If you are interested in winter recreation or just passing through, we just can't help you right now. Honestly, we're okay with it. Y'all are crazy out there, and we needed a break. It's cold.
1: It's going to be a lot colder, too. Another Arctic blast moving into the area, and we're not done with that. Next week could be more of the same, so we'll... Pay attention to and talk to Don Day throughout the day. In fact, 745 is when he's on live with me. 645 is an extended weather update. Here's what's closed right now. Of course, I-80. So if you're in Cheyenne and you want to get all the way over to, let's say, Rollins, there's a little bit of I-80 that's closed. That's where I-80 John is. Between Cheyenne and Laramie, it's it's open, but it's it'll be closed soon. Also, Happy Jack Road, forget it. And then the rest of I-80 is really sketchy. Open, but probably not for long. If you wanted to get anywhere to and from Muddy Gap, forget it. Rock River, Medicine Bow, Hannah, yeah, you're locked down again. So is anyone around Elk Mountain. And see, from there, now this has been steadily getting worse. From Cheyenne North to Douglas, both directions, heavy winds, blowing snow, Okay, and that just keeps getting worse. And again, the storm really hasn't even arrived yet. That's just the windy conditions. Now, if you're, let's take I-25 and go east, any of those roads, they're calling that a dry wind. In other words, you don't have a lot of blowing snow out there. It's just really, really windy. And the same thing goes uh, from Douglas up past Casper, around areas of Wright, South of Gillette, areas like that. So things are still open for a good, let's say, half the state, but that's slowly changing. And I'm going to keep an eye on the road conditions during the course of the morning, but also tomorrow and in the Wednesday. And Donde's forecast talks about this system moving in and out real quickly. Now, it does come with sub zero temperatures. Okay. Which is why the state of Wyoming is asking you, and power companies, asking you to do all you can to use as much electricity as possible during the course of the next few days. Here's what I mean by this. You see, we were told that this kind of weather wasn't going to happen anymore by the cult of climate change, right? All of this snow, all of these Arctic temperatures. Okay, well, here we have yet, yet another blast of it this winter. Now, I'll be reminding you over the next couple of days that it's not going to be the wind turbines or solar panels that are going to be keeping you warm like I did with the last storm. Instead, it's your coal plants and natural gas plants. What we need is more CO2 in the air. So if uh, those of you who have big trucks could drive them around a bit more and when the Arctic, even before the Arctic blast, start cranking up the heater and turn on all the lights in the house. Yeah, because that means the power, the reliable power company, that's the ones who use natural gas and coal. Those reliable power companies are going to head out there and crank up the uh, the generators, which they can do. You can't do that with wind and solar. You have to wait till the sun shines or the wind blows. But, and in some areas where the wind is blowing way too much, those wind turbines, they have to shut them down because the wind's blowing too much. Fat lot of good that does. When it gets too cold, we can't use them. Fat lot of good that does. But a gas plant and a coal plant, you just crank it up. Need more? Here you go. Here's more. That puts more CO2 into the air. Now, we're told by the cult of climate change, the more CO2 that's in the air, the warmer the planet's going to get. I'm still waiting for that to happen. So if you could all get out there over the next couple of days and help, Maybe we can stop this Arctic blast from dropping us into sub zero temperatures. And remember, as I keep I've been I've repeated, I repeated, I know, but you were told that snow was a thing of the past. So maybe we can have at least less snow if we actually start cranking up the CO two and warming up the planet a little bit. So it's all up to you guys as to whether you want to put a stop to the next few Arctic blasts by helping the planet and helping mankind, civilization, heal the planet by putting more CO2 into the air. Would you do that? Do your part is all I'm asking for anybody. Do your part and make sure that we have as much CO2 in the air as is possible. Now here's how this weather system shapes up over the next couple of days. So today it's windy out there, in fact, I was, look, there's a website slash app that I like to use called Windy. And it gives a visual of what the weather's doing. Rather than just giving you a bunch of numbers, it actually gives a visual. The place in the nation where the wind is the worst is Wyoming. Yeah, go figure. So if you know where, let's say, Medicine Bow and Rock River is, Okay, just to the north east of that a little bit, and this is an area where there's not much out there. There are some ranches and so on, but the winds are already thirty-five knots, gusting to fifty, and that's that's just the start. And it's even more if I were to put it into miles per hour. That's what's happening right now with just the wind. Now. What this is scheduled to be like is, okay, so it's windy today. You might get some snow today, especially in the high country, right? Then we get into Tuesday and Wednesday, and that's when the system starts moving in. And that's when you can have, wherever you are, everybody's going to get some snow. How much you get just depends on where you're at. But everybody's going to get something. And it's not just Wyoming. Montana's going to be hit hard. Uh, Nebraska, Colorado, the the dakotas will get a good chunk of this too so it will hit a huge area it just where you are depends on how much you're going to get then as this moves out this is when the sub-zero temperatures hit too as this moves out it moves out fast well okay good that means at least our temperatures are warming up but now we're left with all of this snow that's blowing around so there's your roads closed down again which is why I was suggesting to people over the weekend. I put some articles out on the Wake Up Wyoming site, and suggested to people over the weekend, "Hey, could you, uh, could you, maybe go to the grocery store, get whatever you need. You got traveling, you got to get done. Get it done now. Stock up for just a little bit, because, like that bit I played when I started the program, that Wyoming is closed." Well, that's what's going to happen for a few days. It's just going to be impossible for a lot a lot of parts of Wyoming for goods to get in and out. And so you're just going to need it at home. Now, you've been there. If you lived in Wyoming long enough, you know the drill on that, especially those people with livestock interests. But this is just me warning in advance. Today is a good day if you haven't done it already to get those chores done. That way you're just ready for it when it blows through. Next week, last I heard from Don Day might be more of what we're going to go through this week. All right. We can handle it just fine.
0: We're Wyoming. 615, Wake Up Wyoming. Sometimes the best way Wake Up Wyoming Mobile App to hold them all. Free download from AM 1030 K2 Radio.
1: 618 is the time. It's Wake Up Wyoming. My name is Glenn Woods. Thanks for joining me. Morning Rayanne. She's in Fort Danger. She's asking if Biden gave more money and more weapons to Ukraine, are there, what happens if we're invaded? Is there enough to defend? Uh, probably, yeah. I've got a pretty good stockpile. I know that NATO is running low on some things. Did you know President Biden went to Ukraine? He's there now. Now, he was planning a visit, and everything was kept hush-hush. And then they—usually, they, this happens— Whenever the visit is planned, the date and time is changed That, for security reasons. That way, nobody knows when he's really going to arrive. So while you were sleeping, the president arrived in the Ukraine, gave a speech, talked to the president of Ukraine there, and promised support and so on, which made me wonder, if the president is out of town, is Camilla Harris in charge? Oh, God. I believe it or not i'm hoping the president makes it back safely because there actually is something worse i know this is going to be tough to believe there's something worse than president biden president camilla harris yeah that's why they picked her i remember when obama became president oh god who could possibly be worse than obama well they had vice president biden oh lord and the joke was oh Obama is safe. No no one's ever going to go after him because if you take out Obama, then we have President Biden and nobody wants that. So then we have President Biden. Who could possibly... How do you sink any lower? Camilla Harris? I don't know how you get lower than that. But that's who we have in charge right now and that's who's in Ukraine right now as president. And he's talking up support for Ukraine and so on. So, okay, okay good for him. Just hope we don't have to put up with... Camilla being in charge for very long, and I'm actually wishing Biden would, believe it or not, come back, just so we don't have to put up with Camilla. All right. So when the president goes to speak over there, I was trying to listen to it, and it's not easy because you know what he sounds like, right? But I, I honestly wanted to talk to you guys about what the president said over there, and I just couldn't follow it, and it really wasn't all that easy, so I gave up. Sorry, it's nothing important. I would say don't worry about it at this point. Now, I did come across this story, and I don't, you know, I'm, I'm not being on polls, right? 25% of Americans believe the news media. Yeah, I want to know, who are these morons? 50% of America, I'm not big on polls, but I can buy into this. 50% of Americans believe that the news media lies in order to promote a narrative. That number should be higher. 25% believe that isn't true. The rest are skeptical and unsure of what to think. Here again, I I would think I would like to see those numbers a whole lot higher. As far as those people who just don't believe the news media. Here's the poll that I found. It's sitting right in front of me here. In general, most American uh believe the national news organizations have resources and opportunity to report the news accurately and fairly to the public. In general, most national news organizations can be relied on to deliver the information that Americans need strongly disagree with that statement 39% strongly agree with that statement 35% let's go to the first one though. let's look at those numbers again in general most Americans believe national news organizations have the resources and opportunity to report the news accurately and fairly 72% strongly agree they do have the resources but do they? In general, most national news organizations care about how their reporting can either positively or negatively affect American society and politics in general. Strongly disagree, 43%, strongly agree, 35%. In general, most national news organizations do not intend to mislead or misinform or persuade. 50% strongly disagree. In general, most national news organizations care about the best interests of their readers, viewers, and listeners. 52% strongly disagree. Hmm. I, again, would like to see those. I think that's good that so many people distrust the media and distrust politicians. But, again, the numbers need to be a whole lot higher than that. The numbers don't come, the story says, from some right-wing poll. Uh, they come from Gallup. Not Rasmussen or One America. If you look at the numbers, the story says Americans believe that the news media is rich, but don't care about them to tell the truth, which, to be honest, is exactly right. They are wealthy and do not care about you, they care about themselves and their allies. And that tends to be a lot of what skews the news. In fact, there was a book written a while ago, which I think by someone who was in the news media. Cheryl Atkinson, where she points out that a lot of the bias in news media has nothing to do with left or right wing. It's more like who they're allied with. Politicians try to build their career. They need the media. The media, those people are trying to build their careers. They need the politicians. You see where the bias comes from. A former Washington Post editor has argued that objectivity is an outdated concept. The New York Times and Washington Post share a Pulitzer based on, well, unrelenting news coverage that turned out to be lies. That coverage was so awful that the Columbia Journalism Review has a huge multi-part story about how awful the coverage was, how badly the public was served, and how much misinformation came out of the press. The press lies, the story says. It constantly does. You know this. It does so both consciously and as a result of living in a bubble on stories that aren't political. They still lie or spread ridiculous speculation about, well, they're lazy, they're indifferent. The New York Times itself did a story about how ridiculous statistics get thrown around and are based upon information as flimsy as a nine-year-old boy's science project. And I told you that story, too. That's a lot of what I focus on in this program is exactly that. That's that kid who said that Americans use 500 million straws a day and most of them wind up in the ocean. And some cities actually passed laws based on that flimsy story, that nonsense, that a nine-year-old did a study that was total garbage. Americans, the story says, don't trust the news media, and they shouldn't. All the media does is confirm the prejudice of the people who comprise their audience. This tends to be true across the political spectrum, but the mainstream media, as we call them, outstrips the right-wing media. That's true. Fox News had really high ratings, that really high ratings. But when you take a look at all other news organizations that are out as far as major news organizations, they're all liberal and combined, they have more ratings than Fox News combined. At least Fox News admits it's conservative, the story says. The rest of the so-called mainstream news media pretends to be neutral. story says, you see, far more liberals on Fox than conservatives on liberal news outlets. And that reflects... A well established fact that conservatives understand what liberals believe and not the other way around. We know what they think and can see immediately where the mainstream media is simply spreading and talk- talking points that come from the elites. The elite is panicking, their trust is in decline as well. They have come up uh, for a surefire solution ban what they call misinformation. So since the right-wing media and neutral media is growing out there, and the more leftist media is shrinking, so what you do is you declare the right-wing and neutral media outlets to be disinformation and do what you can to try to shut them down. First, the story says the loss of trust is loss of power. Second, the loss of trust leads to loss of money. Perhaps people quit subscribing to news media altogether would be a disaster. A few media outlets have figured out how to survive. New York Times, for example. But it isn't their news coverage that makes much money. It's their coverage of entertainment, food, travel, games. The Washington Post, and uh, it's a uh, part of the Washington, D.C. monopoly, not so lucky, is bleeding subscribers and bleeding money censorship won't work to save it this author says there's a reason why I and other conservatives keep pounding on the lies the media tells the more lies themselves are exposed the it'll help people to make good decisions about where to go to act find actual information out there Larry and Casper Camilla Harris in charge Darth Vader death scream Jim and Casper. Old Sloppy Joe is in Ukraine checking up on the old family investments. You know, you're right about that. We'll go back and take a look at the Bidens and Ukraine long before Joe became president. Oh, he made a lot of investments there, made a lot of money there. Things that should have kept him from becoming president in the first place. He and the Senate ought to be in jail for it. 629's the time coming up on local news. Update on your weather forecast after that. Wake up, Wyoming.
0: With the Wake Up Wyoming mobile app This is AM 1030 K2 Radio
1: Six thirty-six the time It's Wake Up Wyoming That extended forecast from Don Day Because we've got all that weather coming in Midweek is just a couple minutes away from now Came across this story here And I want to know if you can help me out here what exactly is the problem? headline, North Korea launches ICBM capable of hitting California. Now, personally, North Korea, I think you're wasting your money. Well, California is destroying itself. So why would you send a bullet to put them out of their misery? I mean, the best North Korea could hope for If California keeps going the way of North Korea, California keeps going more and more and more socialist. Eventually, California is going to wind up just like North Korea. Isn't that what North Korea wants? I mean, again, we're trying to put them out of their misery, maybe? I'm not sure sure what the game here actually is. In fact, if North Korea were to get a hold of the United States, get a hold of Joe Biden. Hey, Joe, says Kim. We're going to nuke California as a threat, right? Well, I think the bulk of the United States would not care and well please. We would, we've been hoping that an earthquake would separate California from the United States anyway. So what's the threat here? Now, if they actually aimed a missile at something we cared about, maybe we'd have a problem with it. But here's North Korea, once again, getting it wrong, wasting all of that energy and resources to build uh, missiles to attack something that we want to be gone anyway. But again, to North Korea, don't worry. It won't be much longer. California is going to go the way of Venezuela, which will also be the way of North Korea. And I'd like to remind everybody, there's only one fat man in North Korea and if you look at Venezuela there's only one fat family left because everybody's lost so much weight and that's all because they went the same way went down the road of socialism so North Korea once again you are wasting your precious resources I mean precious resources at building a missile that's capable of hitting California why would you do that there's much better targets out there that you could aim for that we in America would actually care about. So I, I I guess I'd have to say North Korea is about the dumbest country out there. But then again, when it comes to, you know, well, California might be just as dumb because when you take a look at where they're heading, I mean, again, they're they're following in the steps of North Korea as far as how far socialist they can go, how far socialist leading. I would say there's a there's a difference here. North Korea, the people are brainwashed. All they know is what the government tells them. Yeah, it's a dictatorship, a monarchy, a family, lineage. And they control the people, it literally very Orwellian. George Orwell would look at North Korea and go, damn, California, on the other hand, is just crazy. They've lost their minds a long time ago, and they keep heading down the road of insanity. They're all going to wind up in the same place for, the same, for, for different reasons. They approached it from different angles, but they all arrived in the same place. I feel sorry for the people of North Korea because this was done to them as they were taken over by a communist dictatorship. People in California seem to be actually wishing for this. And they continue to destroy what once was, arguably, about the greatest state in the nation. I mean, California had a lot going for it, a lot from natural resources to Hollywood, Silicon Valley, a space program. I mean, on and on and on it went. California was the place to be, it really was. That's why the Beverly Hillbillies moved there. Come on. At this point, though, the Beverly Hillbillies, especially because they made their money on oil, would want to just go move back to where they came from. I should build on that a little bit. Why the Beverly Hillbillies would pack up and leave California and just say, screw this. Because maybe when they were first starting off, the Beverly Hillbillies way back when, california was an ideal place for them to move to with all of that oil money but imagine how a bunch of rich how a rich white family from the south that got rich on oil would be treated in california today anyway hey north korea you want to go ahead and send some missiles over there i don't know why just wait california is destroying itself slowly all on its own
0: This weather at P7 Woods, or chat him on the Wake Up Wyoming mobile app. This is AM 1030
1: K2 Radio. 6.48 is the time. Off we go to the icebox. Frank Gambino's waiting by. So, Frank, every so often, somebody comes up with an idea, and you might stop and think, why the hell didn't we think of that a long time ago?
3: Or why didn't we? Yeah, like we. Mm -hmm.
1: Okay, so let's take a look at... uh, Cattle, we've been raising cattle as human mm-hmm. beings for a very long time. And of course, you know, cowboys out there herding cattle, that's been happening for a very mm-hmm. long time, right? So I'm watching a video here. There is this massive herd of cattle and this guy needs to get them across the road to another field. Okay. So he puts a big roll of hay in the back of his pickup truck with the tailgate down and just slowly drives. And everyone follows. Everybody perfect all this time we've had these cowboys out there and god bless the cowboy please don't misunderstand and they've been herding the cattle and you see what hard work that is I've you've probably been caught in the Wyoming traffic jam with a herd going around you right well yeah I mean uh, and you, you see them work all the time they're on horseback you know yeah. they're on
3: four wheelers you know what, um, what impresses me cool, and I actually you know?
1: and I do honestly mean this a couple of times that I've actually had to stop literally in the middle of the road and wait as the herd went around me. And as I'm watching the herd go around me, I'm noticing there's a lot of really pretty cowgirls out there. That's always been what strikes me, is look at all the pretty cowgirls. But they're herding these cows and it's a lot of hard work. And it's for a long, sometimes long distances. Yes, and all they had to do was put a big roll of hay in the back of a pickup truck and drive slowly to where they wanted to go, and the entire herd would have just followed.
3: So maybe- I, I don't know, if does that work even in the snow?
1: I, I would think so because <laughs> it's harder to get at the grass if it's snowy, right?
3: I guess so. you leave a little trail? You can't yeah. leave a little
1: trail, then they'll stop. Right. So, again, I have to go back to human beings have been herding cattle for how long?
3: <laughs> well, yeah, well, I mean, and, they, haven't, they haven't had pickup trucks for more than 200 years. Right,
1: but ju- you could have done it on a wagon. True. Yeah. So, how long did it take us to figure this out? See, it's 2023. I'll have to go back to when the first time human beings started herding cattle. That's mm-hmm. got to go way back. When that work? Smarter, not harder. I would think so. Yeah. I would like to get a hold of whoever this guy was who thought of this idea <laughs> and go. You know, you're the smartest person in like a few thousand years because <laughs> everybody else has been doing this the hard way. You figured it out. So okay, Frank. Off we go. Watch to this week's weather.
3: All righty. Women's college basketball from over the weekend. The Wyoming Cowgirls rallied from 15 points down to beat San Diego State on the road, 70 to 58, to improve to 18 and 9 overall, 11 and 5 in Mountain West Conference play. Cowgirls rang up 50 points in the second half and shot 57 percent from the floor for the game. Douglas High School grad Allison Fur to get 20 points to lead the way for Wyoming. A team as a whole went 12 for 12 from the free throw line. UW will host. Nevada on Thursday for the Laman Cowboys. Their brutal season continued with a home loss to Air Force on Friday night, 75-69 in Laramie. Air Force is just five and ten in league play. The Cowboys are the sole occupant of the basement of the Mountain West Conference, at three and eleven in league play and eight and eighteen overall. Cowboys were just atrocious from the three-point line, going six of twenty-six, while the Falcons made eight of seventeen from beyond the arc. The game also featured 55 free throws, which made it nearly unwatchable. The season can then can't end soon enough for these guys. And the Cowboys will host Utah State tomorrow in Laramie at 7 p.m. In junior college basketball from Saturday, the Casper College team swept LCCC at the Erickson Gym. Casper College women, who were ranked 16th in the country, improved to 25 3 with an 81 67 win over LCCC. Jaws and Igo, Flora Goed, and Sandra Frau Garcia each had 16. Golden Eagles were led by Jamie DeCook with 21, and they fall to 18 9 overall. The Casper College men beat LCCC on Saturday 79 72 to up their record to 22 5. Encampment native Dalton Peterson led the wave for Casper with 24. Ben Hageman led the Eagles with 22, so they fall to 14 and 11 on the year. Casper College will be in Torrington to take on Eastern Wyoming on Wednesday. L. Trip will be at home on Thursday to meet Northwest Paul. In boys' high school swimming over the weekend, the championships were held in Gillette for 3A and 4A. In 4A, Laramie won that 4A title for the sixth consecutive year, and they won that handily. Ethan Merrill of Cheyenne Central was the swimmer of the meet with two individual wins in the 200 IM and the 100 Breaststroke. In fact. He three-peated in both of those events. and 3A, Lander won the boys' State title for the 27th consecutive year and won that handling. Dylan Hilskamp from Lander won two events, the 200 Freestyle and the 100 Butterfly, plus he anchored two winning relay teams. Auto racing, the NASCAR circuit kicked off yesterday with a Daytona 500. With some yellow caution flags on the final laps, there were actually two two-lap overtimes, and the race was finally won by Ricky Stenhouse, which was his first win in 200 cup races. And that's it in sports. Twenty seventh
1: consecutive. Yeah, win? twenty.
3: Yeah. Wow. Matter of fact, if, if Rawlins had not won like in nineteen ninety six, it would have been like thirty in a row. Wow. I how how in the world are they
1: that good for that long?
3: Because it's ingrained in them.
1: It, it is okay. And they have
3: a nice. And they have a pool.
1: Oh, that okay. Well, that would be it. You know, because I would say places that don't have a pool have a harder time. Competing. Swim, what do you do? Training. Dirt swim. Yeah. You I mean, know, I feel a of it. Lander's where it's at, man. Bathtub practicing? Not no, sure not really. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Fred. Coming up on some local business that we have to take care of, we're going to roll into news time after that weather forecast. Pay attention, that. we'll have more of that next uh well, the whole next hour, in fact, especially 745, when Don Day joins me to talk about the big weather system moving into the area. A lot's going to change. Already a lot of Wyoming roads closing down just because of high winds more on that as the morning rolls on too. Let's wake up well.
4: I'm Martin Hope.
1: 6 to time, it's Wake Up Wyoming. Yeah, it's windy out there. Yeah, more weather's coming. I got you updates on that throughout this hour of the program, including 745 when Don Day joins us, because we're going to talk about this whole weather system coming down, which today, the weather system is not even here, but already some major roads are closed just because of high wind.
2: Morning. We are sorry, but due to winter conditions, Wyoming is closed. If you are interested in winter recreation or just passing through, we just can't help you right now. Honestly, we're okay with it. Y'all are crazy out there, and we needed a break. It's cold.
1: It's going to be a lot colder as the week goes on. All right, 888-97-Woods, phone number 888 woods Morning, Cyberpokies and Laramie. Chet and Yoder said the wind... He's, he's heard wind all of his life. He's lived, lived in Wyoming all of his life. Wind finally woke him up last night for the first time. Yeah, it's, it's pretty bad out there in some areas. Some highways closed. Of course, high 80s closed. I mean, obviously. But then when you head from Cheyenne all the way up to Douglas, wow, careful there. And a lot of other roads are just either sketchy or closed. And that's not even the storm that's coming. That's just a lot of wind right now. And Wyoming is the windiest state. I was just looking at a website that just tracks wind visually so you can see what's going on. Wyoming is the windiest state by far, especially in that area. Uh, Rock River and Medicine Bow just go a little bit to the north and east of there, and there's an area of serious, intense wind. Mostly that area is empty. Not many people live out there. There's a few ranches. so. Population-wise, that area is really low. We'll get you up to date on that as the morning goes on. Okay, first off, to get you up to speed, the president left the country. At first, you're going, yay. Yeah, I went to Ukraine, snuck in by train to deliver more money and, and talk in front of the cameras as he wants to do, show his support. All right, that means for a short while, Camilla Harris is in charge. Right, Bet you didn't think about that until I just said it. At which point, I gave a story last hour, last half hour, that North Korea now has some missiles that can reach California if they wanted to nuke California. So I'm thinking if the president doesn't make it back, and who wants President Biden really? Nobody. But if he doesn't make it back and we wind up with, President Camilla Harris, then I would like North Korea and China just to do us all a favor and just launch everything at us and just get it over with. Would you please? As far as North Korea just nuking California, don't waste your time. They're destroying themselves. That'll be over with in no time at all. Just go right ahead. Meantime, hopefully she doesn't have to make any decisions while the president's out of town. That's where your morning is Oh, great Monday for you, huh? All that wind... Camilla Harrison in charge for a short while? Not a great Monday. All right, here's something to at least be interesting. We'll make you feel better, but it's interesting. So, Bill Gates has funded a study that took a look at COVID vaccines. When the study was done, they found out that whether you went for natural immunity or you decided to use the vaccine there was really not much difference between the two. Here's what the study says. We identified a total of 65 studies from 19 different countries. Our meta-analysis showed that protection from the past infection and diseases was high for alpha, beta, delta variants, but substantially lower for Omicron. Protection from past infections against reinfection from pre-Omicron variants were very high and remained high after 40 weeks. Protection was lower for Omicron BA-1 variant and decidedly, uh, well, declined more rapidly over time than protection against the variants. So in other words, if you were someone who over time, especially with all of the variants, were going for natural immunity, that worked about as well as getting all of your different shots for every variant and all of your different boosters and i look at that and think i guess you know i can believe this because of the number of people that i've personally known who've got all their shots and all of their boosters yet still got sick although It was not really bad. They knew they had it, they were tested for COVID and yet nothing really horrible. They just just felt lousy. And yet I also know people who never got any vaccine of any kind, no shots, nothing. And they did just as well. They may have gotten sick, many didn't. Of those who did get sick, some got more than once and their symptoms and conditions were really not much better or worse they fared just about the same. So when it came, when it comes to all of these different boosters and shots, that's what this study, which was funded by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, and it names a bunch of other foundations, and they looked at uh, not just the Pfizer vaccine, but also took a look at what other countries were doing. The story here from PJ Media says, Remember when many countries and branches of the federal government mandated the COVID-19 vaccines? Remember how Bill Gates was and still is the apostle of the vaccines? Notice how now. Even the Biden administration wants to keep COVID vaccine a requirement for entering the United States. And the military academies are still pressuring cadets to get vaccinated. Well, turns out the new Gates Foundation-funded study published indicates natural immunity is equivalent to vaccine immunity, and in light of the evidence that the vaccinated are more likely to contract severe COVID, I'd say, says the author, those who called natural immunity superior were probably right in this case. This is where, when I take a look at evidence like this, I remember saying this at the very beginning of the whole COVID thing, that It's a good idea to sit back and wait, because it was a big debate during this whole thing, and wait till more evidence comes in to find out what really happened, what really did work, what really didn't. That way, in the future, when the next big disease comes, and it will, we have a better idea of what to do, because I think this time around, We made a lot of mistakes, a lot of silly mistakes too.
5: Look, I'm no hero. I'm just doing what I'd expect anyone else to do for me, any decent person anyway. My name is Carlos Ronaldo Jr. And I wear a mask when I'm alone in my car. Still, in the current year, I'm sure I've saved lives. Look, I'm just an ordinary guy who wears a mask when there's no one around for miles. I'm following the science. When people see me driving around like this, A lot of them assume I'm like an Uber driver or something and the company is making me wear it. But no, I do this on purpose. You're welcome. I just find a real sense of satisfaction in knowing that, ah shucks, I even hate to say it, but that I'm just a way better person than everyone else. And I drive a Honda Fit. You know, all it would take for us to beat this pandemic that ended years ago is for all of us to just chip in and mask up, even when we're locked in a steel and glass box for literally hours. Alone. Sometimes when I let the pandemic get me down, I like to think of this phrase that I thought of and came up with myself when I was driving around in my Honda Fit. We're all in this together.
6: You're listening
5: to the radio.
0: A new case of measles. Wake up, Wyoming, with Glenn Woods. Live on AM 1030 and the Wake Up Wyoming mobile app.
1: it's time wake up Wyoming now is a good day today's a good day to make sure just to make sure you're all stocked up if you're gonna stay home as the weather system moves through we got a big one moving through which ought to move through pretty quick but still all the wind afterwards could keep roads shut down for a while so stock up on some things Stock rows out there, it's a good time to take care of all of that, too, because this is... Remember that system a while ago where temperatures dropped sub-zero? It's not going to be like minus 40-something like it was last time, but still uh, overnight sub-zero temperatures... Uh, a lot of heavy snow, and we'll get you up to date on that. Not just 7.30, but at 7.45, Don Day joins me. Already, because of heavy winds, parts of Wyoming and some roads are already closed. So keep that in mind if you've got a chance to go out and stock up or take care of some business. Now would be a good time to do that. We'll keep you up to date. Cowboy State Daily writes an article. $10 million Wyoming shooting complex would be a huge draw for most, the most the uh, Second Amendment-friendly state that's out there. Okay, I've talked about this before. I'm going to read the article and give you my idea of this. The story says Wyoming love of guns could pay off big, say supporters of a proposed $10 million shooting, sports complex. We could say we had the most Second Amendment-friendly state around here. They would come to us. This is some representatives in the Wyoming House that want to build a $10 million shooting complex, which they think will bring business, sporting business to Wyoming. Quote, I look forward to submitting my application to get the shooting complex up in Bighorn Basin. There's one representative named Dalton made his remarks Friday during the discussion. If you want to look it up, Senate file 169. The bill proposes forming a state shooting complex task force to spend up to three years working out the particulars for a shooting complex, including the size and scope, and then probably, they say, about a $10 million complex, which, of course, it always ends up being more than that. They want something world-class. Who pays for it? Okay. That's, to me, the biggest part of this. If some people want together, well, I want to get together in the state of Wyoming and build a world- class shooting complex, I think that's a fantastic idea. Go get a private group together and keep the government out of it. This is not what your government's for. Your government's not here to do... They do, but they shouldn't be. So, okay, the story says who pays for it. To me, that's the most important part. Bill calls for $10 million to be set aside for the shooting complex. Again, I guarantee you cost overruns, but all right. The bill would include $5 million from the state's general fund, which that's... I reject right there. Keep the taxpayer money out of it 2.5 million from the wyoming game and fish department more taxpayer money get them out of it and 2.5 million from the wyoming office of tourism get in fact i would even close down the wyoming office of tourism that's a whole nother topic but there's these are private businesses i separate private and government interests in things like this game and fish supporters say the idea of the shooting complex could also be used for outdoor education programs Office of Tourism, likewise, supports the bill. I bet they do. Shooting supporters say it's a broad base for the tourist industry. The $10 million would sit in the special fund untouched until the plans for the complex are ready to go. And once again, there will be cost overruns. The bill calls for another $40,000 from the general fund to compensate non legislative members task force the task force would include two legislators it would also include the governor or proxy some wyoming shooting sports enthusiasts representatives from wyoming-based firearms etc cetera, etc cetera. task force will come up with the blueprints for the shooting complex. it would include a rifle range for about two thousand yards and there should be ranges for all sorts of other manner manners of shooting sports including trap and skeet and black powder and all. Now, all of what I'm saying here, everything that I just named, already happens in the state of Wyoming, including the black powder thing. There's one group that meets near Glen Rock every so but there's other groups like that all over Wyoming. But what they don't have is, they use Wyoming Outdoors to do this. They don't have a shooting complex. They just use Wyoming Outdoors because it's Wyoming. It's a huge state. You can do all of this outdoors. But some people like the idea of no let's build a facility of some kind and it would attract a lot of tourism and maybe even competitions from all over the world and it would be in wyoming or else because we're so gun friendly here and all of those arguments make a lot of sense to me which is why i say so go get private investors Why are you turning to the state for this? I think part of the reason of turning to the state for this is because the people proposing this, one of them is a representative who wants it in his home district. These are people who work in government. They're elected officials and other people who work in government. Everybody that I just named there who's in support of this, they're either bureaucrats who work in government or they're elected officials who work in government. And so when they see something as a great idea, which I'm not saying that this isn't a great idea, I think it is, their first go-to is, well, therefore government needs to spend all of this money too. And me being more of your libertarian kind of guy says, I think it's a wonderful idea. And so what you should do is go get private investors and build a facility with private investor money and make it a club that's run as a business, which again, it has nothing to do with the taxpayer's money at all. Keep the taxpayer money out of it. I am just, it is, to me, baffles me. I don't know, but maybe that's my libertarian mindset. I came across a gentleman who I like a while back who wanted to take two museums that are in Wyoming and combine them into one and he tried a couple of times he's in Wyoming legislator he tried a couple of times to get the state of Wyoming to put up 8 million dollars to bring these two museums together into one museum and the two museums are privately run his idea would use state money make them state run and I look at it and I'm glad in both cases his idea was shot down That's why I'm hoping what I just mentioned here will be shot down as well. The idea was, hey, look, the museum's a great idea uh, if you want to go ahead and do that. And there's plenty of people who live in that area who would love to help you with that. So go get them together and go raise the money. And in a case like that, I would even help raise the money get on the air here and talk about let's go do fundraisers across the state there's all sorts of ways to do it if we're talking museums here now a shooting range facility like that probably the best thing to do is just run it as a business you can have memberships you want to go shooting there just show up one afternoon and shoot you would pay a day a daytime fee you want to have an event there or some national or even international competition? You're welcome to rent the place out. Go ahead and do that. That's fine. Okay, so you run the thing like a business. Why is it, now I'm really asking this as a serious question. Why is it that some people, whenever they see an idea, hey, this is a great idea. We should do this. The first thing they do is they put their hand out to make the taxpayer pay for it. Rather than turning to friends and investors, the general public, raise the money, like any business would, and open it that way. Is that too much work, perhaps? I think that might be part of it, that it's just too much work to do it without government. They actually have to spend a lot more time trying to convince people and raise the money. When you use taxpayer money, ah, phew, Get a couple of people vote on it, just take the money. It's much easier. Coming up on 7.30 local news, pay attention to that weather forecast. You and I get back into it. 745 Don Day. He and I will talk about the upcoming weather event for midweek. It's Wake Up Wyoming.
0: Video. This is Wake Up Wyoming with Glenn Woods on K2 Radio. Join the conversation
1: at 888-97-Woods. 7.30 to 6 the time with Wake Up Wyoming. Now, I do have our man in Cheyenne, Doug, coming up in just a moment. He's got the legislative update. And then Don Day's going to join me. It's a busy half hour. And we're going to talk about the weather because there's a front moving. And the wind you're experiencing right now has really nothing to do with what's coming. That's a different this different system altogether. But that's already closing down roads across Wyoming. So then we have a Arctic front that comes moving through really fast but dumps a lot on us. And then, of course, after that, Frank Cambino and sports. So DJ and Gillette, some people are responding to what I've been saying over the past couple of hours. DJ and Gillette says, if people get vaccinated to enter our country. Why isn't there someone out there sticking the vaccine shots in the arms of long lines of people waiting to get over the border? Yeah. Shelly Mills also went against recommendations to get vaccine because I already was hearing stories of complications. Yeah, Kathleen and Casper, stop all government spending that isn't to fix infrastructure or improve our freedom, which I agree with. Kathleen, I think you and I are more libertarian minded. Government should be very limited in size and power and not finding all sorts of ways to spend money that belongs to us. You earned it. It's your money. And maybe you needed that for something, you know, living, retirement, a new car, your business. So to take it and give it to somebody else because they have an idea for a project, we'll let them go raise their own money. Junkman and Alliance, Nebraska. Remember when privately-owned taxi businesses were everywhere? Now you see all these new public trans SUVs, vans, buses, etc. All new. Cost a dollar or cheap price to ride all government money. Yeah, put our private-owned businesses out of business. In fact, Junkman, here's an idea. Let's go back up to where DJ's from, up in Gillette. A while ago in Gillette, Wyoming... There were, see, there's one hotel that had an indoor water park that people who didn't stay at the hotel could go pay a fee to go use the indoor water park. Big, big indoor facility. There were also various kinds of gyms, and those gyms had not just weightlifting but indoor tracks, all sorts of facilities. Then government came along locally there in Campbell County, and they opened up a rec center big beautiful expensive facility heavily subsidized by taxpayer money heavily heavily subsidized by taxpayer money and all of these local businesses were complaining what are you trying to do? put us out of business you build something so big and fancy we can't compete and then because of subsidies you charge less than we could possibly charge are you trying to put us all out of business Remember that, DJ? 7.39, here's our man in Cheyenne.
0: This is Wake Up Wyoming with Glenn Woods on K2 Radio. Be part of the show at 888-97-WOODS.
1: 7.45 is the time off. We're to talk to Don Dave from Day Weather. First off, everybody out there, listen carefully. Don't blame Don. Uh, God. <laughs> Sorry, Don, I'm coughing up a storm here don't blame don for what's about to happen or what is happening now
4: that's right it's all canada's fault
1: okay good yeah now i well i gotta cue that up there don't i so okay today's wind is just the appetizers right
4: yeah and we got a lot of wind and will through the next 36 hours this is a very strong jet stream that's developing across the western united states and the jet stream winds are right on top of us and uh, we really saw the winds crank up in a lot of places yesterday afternoon and evening. And the winds are gonna really be strong probably through about midday tomorrow. Now the the winds will ease up in the northern areas a bit and central areas by afternoon as that Arctic front approaches. So uh-huh. yeah. we're, we're getting it at every angle. I mean, right now it, it's high winds, mountain snow showers, blowing snow along interstate 80 and secondary highways. Then it's the Arctic front, and then the Arctic front and the snow, and then the sub-zero temperatures. So there's lots of moving parts to this.
1: Yeah, very complicated storm system with a real one-two punch in this. So, okay, then comes the Arctic front and all of that snow. Now, let's talk temperatures first off. They get down to about what average well the the
4: coldest period will be overnight wednesday into thursday morning okay Uh, by sunrise thursday morning very common temperature readings of 5 to 20 below will be found Uh, really about everywhere now wind chills will probably be in excess of 30 below zero Um, the worst of the weather though the combination of the falling temperatures the wind and the snow kind of all happening at once will be Evening and overnight tomorrow, especially overnight and during the early parts of Wednesday, Um, that's when the heaviest snow will fall. That's the quickest falling rate of temperatures and where the weather will really go south in terms of any designs on trying to get anywhere is going to be difficult to impossible.
1: Would this going to be like the last big Arctic front that came in where... Hey, the temperatures drop. Remember, you and I were talking about that. I went from like plus thirty-five to minus fifteen in roughly a half hour. It's gonna be like it that. It won't.
4: It won't be as dramatic. Okay. But it is gonna. It uh, you, folks, north. You know, the gradient as always will be north to south. But you will definitely. You know 15 to 20 30 degree temperature drop over an hour is probably going to happen so yeah it's not going to rival what happened in december but it's it's not going to be anything to sneeze at either right. the last arctic front kind of oozed in so to speak this one mm-hmm. is kind of between the other two
1: okay but then here's the deal we i always ask so what's the extra strategy unfortunately, it blows out. So you might look at it and think, okay, well, it came in on Wednesday, maybe Thursday, and we're done with it. No, now it's got to blow out. And so there goes all that snow blowing around, which continues to shut down our roads.
4: That's what that's what we're really concerned about for Friday, Saturday, maybe Sunday, is, is that the snow should be essentially done other than some lingering flurries on Thursday. So Thursday and Friday, other than some mountain snow showers lingering, there won't be much going on Thursday it shouldn't be very windy, but very, very cold. But as the Arctic Air retreats, the wind picks up Friday. And as we get into Friday night, Saturday, and Sunday, blowing snow along the interstates, 25 and I-80 in particular, are gonna be a problem, especially since a lot of the snow that's falling and you know, most of the states getting six inches, there'll be areas that get over twelve or more. A lot of that's gonna be fine, powdery. Yeah. It's gonna be really easy to move around and blow and drift. And that's what happened with that, that last event, which is that snow that fell just was very easily picked up and moved around.
1: All right. So if you're able, today's the day to stock up.
4: Today is the day if you need to deliver something, go somewhere, grab something, yeah. um, because I, I just don't see how, if roads are open uh, late tomorrow through late Wednesday, they're gonna be very difficult to navigate.
1: Okay, thank you, Don. We'll do it again tomorrow. All right. So. Like he said, go ahead and stock up on the st- Oh, wait a second now. Where am I going with this? Got it. <clears throat> not even a real country anyway. Got to get that out of the way and head on over to the... Uh... Studio six. Frank, you there? Yes, I am. Okay, so, wow, that's going to well, be really something. Well, here's through, the deal, right? is yeah. that
3: in in Ca- and Casper, starting on Thursday, is the state high school wrestling tournament. Uh-huh. It is the largest attended culminating event of yeah. all the high schools. So yes. the girls will wrestle Thursday and Friday, mm-hmm. and the boys will wrestle Friday and Saturday. So what I've just listened to Don is that, you know, Thursday most teams maybe will be able to traverse and get here thir- to casper on thursday and then compete and then going home who knows uh the girls if the roads are really really bad on wednesday they're yeah. they're probably gonna have to leave a day early um, so and you have to look at look at the, the logistics of this too is they like, all right yeah. here's the woods hotel and say we're gonna book 200 people in here on um, on thursday and then they say well we're gonna we're gonna be there on tuesday Really? I'm thinking you know, how, how did, where do you just put all this Okay, people? Frank, I'm thinking they might not have it. Oh think. no, they don't. Have it. It. We're, we're we're a tough crowd here. Women's college basketball over the weekend, the Wyoming Cowgirls rallied from 15 points down to beat San Diego State on the road 70 to 58 to improve to 18-9 to overall, 11 and 5 in Mountain West Conference play. Cowgirls rang up 50 points in the second half and shot 57% for the four for the game. Douglas High School grad Allison Fur to get 20 points to lead the way for Wyoming. The team as a whole went 12 for 12 from the free throw line and UW will host Nevada on Thursday. For the Wyoming Cowboys, their brutal season continued with a home loss to Air Force on Friday night 75-69. Air Force is just 5 and 10 in Mountain West play and the Cowboys are the sole occupant of the basement in the Mountain West at 3 and 11 and they are 8 and 18 overall. The Cowboys were atrocious from the three-point line going 6 of 26 while the Falcons made 8 of 17 from beyond the arc. Game also featured 55 free throws which made it nearly unwatchable. Season can't end soon enough for these guys, and, this, and they'll host Utah State and Laramie tomorrow at 7 p.m. in Laramie. In junior college basketball from Saturday, the Casper College team swept C from Cheyenne at the Erickson Gym. Casper College women rated 16th in the country improved the 25 and proved the 25-3 with an 81-67 win overall trip. Jocelyn Igo, Florin Goet, and Sandra Fro garcia had 16 for the t Golden Eagles were led by Jamie DeCook with 21, and they fall to 18-9 overall. Casper College men beat all trip on Saturday 79-72 to up their record to 22-5, and, 5, and native Dalton Peterson led the way for Casper with 24. Ben Hageman led the Eagles with 22. They fall to 14 and 11 on the year. Casper College will be in Torrington on Wednesday, roads permitting to take on Eastern Wyoming. L. Tripp will be at home on Thursday to take on Northwest DePaul, roads permitting. High school boys swimming from over the weekend up in Gillette, Laramie won the 4-8 title for the sixth consecutive year they won that handling. Ethan Merrill of Cheyenne Central was the swimmer of the meet with two individual wins in the 200 IM and the 100 breaststroke. In fact, he three-peated in both of those events. In three, a Lander won the boys state title for the 27th consecutive year and won that handily. Dylan Hulskamp from Lander won two events: the 200 freestyle and the 100 butterfly. Plus, he anchored two winning relay teams for the Tigers. That's it, sports.
1: Yeah, I, not that I don't want you to have your event this week. It's just roads are already closing down.
3: Well, it, and that's all depends. I mean, yeah. the people are gonna have to play that by ear. You know, yeah. and it's not just teams. Right. I mean, it's parents
1: yeah, parents and yeah, fans oh, and Officials. for a long time out yeah
3: you know um yeah. we'll, we'll, you know we'll see i i think we're a hardy group okay but then again you never right. know how what the weather's gonna do see how
1: this plays out that's then, I'm, I'm watching this carefully don day is now my new best friend yes every, right, you, you, friend. every day and coming up on some local business we have to take care of we're rolling to news time after that national local update on the weather forecast Open phones next hour. Oh, we'll pick on Bernie Sanders, too. Wake up, Wyoming. the time it's wake up wyoming i'm sorry to report
2: warning we're sorry but due to winter conditions wyoming is closed if you are interested in winter recreation or just passing through we just can't help you right now honestly we're okay with it y'all are crazy out there and we needed a break it's cold
1: okay so let's take a look at what's going on right now all morning long quite a few wyoming roads have been closed. Of course, if you want to get from Cheyenne all the way over to Rollins, no. Rock River, Medicine Bow, Hannah, sorry guys, you're stuck at home. There's no way you're in or out of there. Anybody wanted to get up and do something like Muddy Gap, which is north of Rollins, or that area. Uh, no, just not getting there. High winds, I mean big-time high winds from Cheyenne all the way up to Douglas. Many other roads on the eastern side of Wyoming are under what they're calling dry winds. so There's not a lot of snow blowing around, but really heavy winds. Oh, even if you're from Rollins and you want to go to the Rock Springs, they'll be closing that one probably pretty soon. And the big storm isn't even here yet. So we got time for that. I was just talking to Don Day from Dayweather. So this is today. If your roads are open, you're able to get somewhere. It's a good time just to take care of things, whether you're talking about livestock interest. You got to deliver something, pick something up, go to the grocery store, whatever the case is. Now's the time to do that. Because when we get into, let's say Tuesday through Wednesday, so for most of Wyoming, it'll be like a late Tuesday into Wednesday night, overnight. Temperatures dropping sub-zero, heavy snow coming in. And then it all has to go blowing out. And that's where the roads continue in poor conditions for quite a while, because all of this has to go blowing on out. So, um, sorry to break all of that to you, but that's that's your forecast for the next few days, anyway. And we're taking a look at our options here at the radio stations, find out how we're going to play all of this, ladies and gentlemen. I haven't done it in a while. Let's pick on Bernie Sanders. This is actually an album that he put out. Yeah, an album, 1987. It was pathetic, as you can imagine. Here we go.
0: As I went walking that ribbon of highway, uh-huh. I saw a bus. Saw
1: with an R, but he doesn't do it the second time.
0: Skyway, I saw below me that golden valley. This land was made for you
1: and me. Okay, all together now.
0: This, this land is land
1: my is land. land. It this isn't your land, land. Land, is my land. I bought it fair and, and, and square. I got a For shotgun, land. but you ain't got this one. I'll blow your I head, 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 head off if you don't get on. Is I'm, is I'm, okay, no, it's not uh, everybody's land. Sorry there, Bernie. Bernie always trying to pick on capitalism. Now, he has a brand new book out about capitalism. Basically, the. The title of it is, It's Okay to Hate Capitalism, or something like that. We'll hear about this in the audio cut that I'm about to play for. But what's funny is, to promote his book, he's on one of the weekend Sunday chat shows. I believe it was ABC. And the woman interviewing him, uh, she's probably in trouble for this. She actually dared to ask a real question.
2: It's Okay to be Angry About Capitalism. And... You're here talking about it. I understand we're not the bad guys you're you're describing in the book when it comes to media, but tickets for your tour, apparently, are selling for $95 on Ticketmaster, which is... accused of anti-competitive behavior you know that some of your democrats are criticizing them aren't you benefiting yourself no, from the system that you're all, trying to dismantle
0: first of all those decisions are made totally by the publisher and the bookseller yeah, he has nothing to do i with it. think there's it's one case nice. we're in one place here in washington po- uh, politics and pros and independent bookstore charging some tickets most of them i think are $40 50 dollars, and you get a book as well so if you want to come you can pay 40 bucks. I'll throw in the book for free. <laughs> and we're doing a number of free uh, events, but I don't make a nickel out of oh, these so But, but you're okay doing business
2: now. with Ticketmaster?
0: No, not particularly, but that's again, uh, I have I nothing to do with it. That I is, if you, you wrote a book, that, yeah. probably be the same process. Mm-hmm. So
2: you have mm-hmm. to operate within the system. I do. to yeah, write a book,
0: a major publisher, et cetera, et cetera.
1: Okay, uh, hey, Bernie, first off, there's plenty of countries out there that are not capitalists that you could move to. Remember, Bernie, took his honeymoon in the old Soviet Union. When the Soviet Union was still a thing, Bernie and his wife honeymooned in the Soviet Union. Well, Bernie, if, if that style of living is so good, if communism is so good, how come he didn't just stay? Then he went and visited Cuba. Hey, Bernie, why didn't you just stay in Cuba? if it's so great there you just could have stayed come on Bernie there's other socialist countries out there that are just as miserable as Cuba how come we don't live in communist China Bernie why don't you live there You could now. and the idea that well I wrote my book it's a major publishing house and there's nothing I can do about it. oh come on you're Senator Bernie Sanders uh, you have some power you have some pull if you want to turn to the major publishing house and say, look, it's an anti-capitalist book. I don't want to promote it using these capitalist waves." Yeah, we gotta do something else. It'll make me look bad. They would work with him on that. But he's acting like, oh, there's really nothing I can do. There's everything that he can do about it. Let's not forget, Bernie, who back before he became a senator he was, I'm sorry, I'm just, I hate to say this about people, he was a loser. Go check his life out. He never was successful at anything. Probably why he hated capitalism, because he was never successful at anything. But as soon as he became a senator, like so many senators, all of a sudden he's worth a lot of money. And a lot of the money that he's worth, he's worth it because of his capitalist ways. Like the film producer Michael Moore, who hates capitalism. Yet got rich off of capitalism but he hates capitalism my thought to Bernie and to Michael Moore people like that you hate capitalism so much tell you what we're going to do we're going to take your wealth from you by force of government and we're going to redistribute your wealth to people across America especially poor people Because, look, you don't deserve to have all of it. Let me explain to you how uh, someone who thinks more like the way Bernie does thinks and the way uh, a capitalist actually thinks and someone who lives in a free country. See, in a communist country, in a socialist country, everybody works collectively, let's say, to make one big pie. Everybody, no matter what they do, their work is all collective to make one big pie. Then government's supposed to come along and cut up this this big pie and make sure that everybody gets an equal slice of it. Now, unfortunately, because capitalism lacks any motives for people to work harder and achieve more, make more money, the pie ends up becoming very small when it's done. Then, because government is corrupt, especially socialist government, the pie, the biggest, there's not supposed to be bigger slices for some people and less for others. But if you read Animal Farm, you know some people are more equal than others. So the people at the top get the biggest slice. That's why there's only one fat man in North Korea. And then the people who are connected to the guy at the top, they get big slices not biggest but big slices the crumbs are left over for the people that's what actually happens in socialist countries but in a country like America a capitalist country we're not all working together to make one big pie you are responsible for your own pie how big do you want it to be depends on how much work do you want to do are you going to work smart Not just hard, but smart. Are you going to get out there and make sure that you're doing what you have to do to make as much as you can and put some away, stash some, make sure to invest it properly? Now, some people are going to be really good at doing this, and their pie is going to be huge. Those are your billionaires and millionaires. Some people aren't going to be so good at it, but in America, that's okay. Your average middle-class person still does really well. That's fine. Depends on what you want to put into it. Some people are more talented than others. It's just going to happen that way. But you can make as much as you want. The pie is not a big collectivist pie like Bernie Sanders thinks. Bernie Sanders actually has done rather well for himself. Although a lot of it is through what most people in Congress, most senators do, making money in ways that they're not supposed to make money in office, but okay. And I don't begrudge him putting a book out. He's put several books out, and they've sold well, and he's made good money off of it. And that's okay. I'm in favor of it because I'm a capitalist. What gets me is Bernie Sanders is not a capitalist. He's very much against this, and yet he does it anyway. This is just as hypocritical as Bernie Sanders is on climate change. I'm not going to get into the whole climate change thing, but you understand. When you look at Bernie's lifestyle, does it look to you like he's really interested in saving the planet from human-caused climate change? I don't think he is. Not when you take a look at his lifestyle. The big houses he earns, more than one. The kinds of vehicles he drives, the private jet he flies around in. Grandpa Rich in Thermopolis. Bernie Sanders is a loser, lazy, worthless Yeah, Uh, no, I agree.
0: Massively hypocritical.
1: Eight seventeen is the time. Wake up, Wyoming. Travel
0: network update your day with Glen Woods. Did you just hit the snooze? Really? This is AM ten thirty K two radio.
1: Okay, this is just getting stupid here. I. You know, of course, there's a big winter storm coming our way, right? And I've been telling people, hey, good, good idea, get things done now, and also stock up on what you might need. It's not just the way the storm blows in; it's the way the storm blows out. And then I see this: they've already decided to name the storm. Everything's got to have a name now. Winter Storm Olive. That's the name, Winter Storm Olive. Don't know why they started naming storms at uh, Set to track cross-country spreading snow and ice, Rockies to Northern Plains, etc., cetera, et cetera, You've been hearing us talk about it uh, all morning long. Winter Storm Olive. And then at some point, they're gonna have to call it a bomb cyclone.
0: A bomb cyclone? What, what's a bomb cyclone? I don't even know what to do. If there was a snowstorm or a blizzard, I would know what to do. What do, what do I do? In a bomb cyclone? Oh, my God. Bomb God, cyclone. Poor guy. He I don't know what to do. Oh
1: my panicking God. people like this. It's okay, you know how to handle this. I, I, I'm not trying to give you guys a sense of panic or urgency. I'm just telling you what's going on. That's why I don't use terms like bomb cyclone. And I'm not going to be calling the storm olive. Sorry. Not doing that. All right. Cowboy State Daily. Headline. I like this. No cars, no energy, no mating. Also, you got to eat bugs. Let me tell us that one. Has the environmental movement turned anti-human? Yes, they have, actually, a long time ago. Story says a new report from the University of California, Davis, takes an honest look at the widespread environmental impacts that will come with a uh, transition to electric vehicles, as people think is going to happen, which I don't buy into yet. Unless they make some major technological changes, which some people are working on, there's other ways to make batteries, maybe, that are being experimented with, then there's no way they can do this. The report authors a network called Climate and Community Project. Oh, my God, wait. <laughs> the group is the Climate Community Project, or CCP. Does that sound, for those of you who went through the old Soviet Union, does that sound communist to you? Yeah. Well, you <laughs> need one more letter C in there to do it. But anyway, which that's just really great. It's, it says it's working to connect the demands of the climate justice movement with uh, policy development process. To address the issues the report proposes to complete social engineering of society to greatly reduce the need for cars. See, once again, you're not gonna get a decision in this. You don't get to decide whether you want a car or not because you're not a free person anymore. To address the issues, the report proposes a complete social reengineering of society. You see, this is what I'm talking about. Social reengineering of society, uh, you have a car because you're a free person in a free country and you decided to get a car and you decided what kind of car you wanted to get, and where you're gonna live, and how you're gonna drive, did you wanna live way out of town or in town? They wanna re-engineer that. The author's recommendation follow a line of thinking that some argue is becoming prevalent in the environmental, well, as I would call it, the cult of climate change. The CCP, that still gets me, because if you remember the old Soviet Union, you know why that's funny. They report uh, EV batteries require lithium, cobalt, nickel, and rare earth minerals, highly damaging to the planet. We've had that conversation before. So the authors explain the transition will require a large-scale increase in mining, resulting in heavy environmental impacts. And poor countries where mines are found, well, that's going to be more greenhouse gas emissions. See, the problem is they can't get to an all-electric society without, and maintain it without massive greenhouse gas emissions and slave labor, and mining, and toxic waste. Rather than the exploitations and the costs and benefits of electrifying transportation system taken into account, there's no perfect solution. The authors argue that they should live in a high-density urban environment where they will be free from car dependency. The study author didn't respond to Cowboy State Daily for an interview. Writing in a Wall Street Journal, the study notes the report's proposals aren't fringe ideas. The National Resource Defense Council reported last year examining the environmental impacts of lithium mining and came to a similar conclusion. I am glad, at least in this, to see that the cult of climate change, they're taking a look at all-electric cars and wind and solar power, and they're coming to the conclusion, oh, this stuff is really bad for the planet. It is you want to talk raping the planet, this is what it looks like. Go all in wind and solar and all electric vehicles and so on. Now you're really raping the planet. If You thought we were bad before. So an essay published in the New York Times last month discussed what one writer believes is the problem of human height. Though this is the one I really loved. We talked about this before. Human beings are getting too tall. So we need to start mating with shorter people. No, they actually said that. Earth is a cancer. They gave more examples of, well, November, New York Times published a feature. Uh, The founder of Voluntary Human Extinction Movement calls for people to stop reproducing. And then PBS went ahead and put somebody on, But remember the author of the Population Bomb who all of his predictions failed long time ago. Extremist predictions. All right. Again, they, they want an end to all human beings. Stop reproducing. If you do mate, mate with shorter people. Don't forget to eat bugs. Yeah, I'm going to get right in line and follow you people. No problem. Coming up on 830. We'll do open phones starting next segment of the program. Greg and Cheyenne, upcoming stormers name, all of it follows that the next storm is Popeye. Oh, that's good, Greg. No, I'm with you. Yeah, that's perfect. So Wake up my own.
0: Soggy morning porch paper. You need Wake Up Wyoming with Glenn Woods on K2 Radio. 8:36 to time. Wake Up
1: Wyoming. Yeah, be careful on the roads out there. It's windy, especially southeastern, just southern part of Wyoming in general, but eastern part of Wyoming too. Lots of heavy winds. Some roads are already closed down. All right, 888-97 Woods is the phone number. It's that time again. <laughs>
2: Warning. Wake Up Wyoming is about to enter daily open phones. This means that anyone will be allowed to call in and talk about anything. I mean, imagine if we actually allowed you on air to say anything you wanted. Scary, right? Well, we're just that brand of crazy. If you are offended by what other people think, then maybe you want to tune out right about now. Just saying. If you should choose to call, just remember, the more funny and interesting you are, the longer Glenn will keep you on the line. Obnoxious jerks will be hung up on. <coughs> Dave, <coughs> all right, strap in and let's do this thing.
1: 888-97-WOOD's phone number, that's 888 W O O D S. You can talk about what I'm talking about, change the subject. Fine by me. Let me see. Uh, a story I put up earlier this morning. To me, the two most used tools in my toolbox are sarcasm and satire. Just the best way to make a point. So here we are coming up on another big cold snap, literally Arctic temperatures coming down, heavy snow. So I put up this article this morning, Wyoming to pump out more CO2 to try and stop another Arctic blast. Well, you were told, and I have a couple of examples in my article. It's on the Wake Up Wyoming site. You can use your app to get to it. Miss Mary will alert it out at some point. I give you a couple of examples of how they told you we weren't going to have any more cold like this, we weren't going to have any more snow like this. It was over. It was supposed to be over a long time ago, yet here we are yet again. So, state of Wyoming has decided since over the next few days when we drop down into Arctic temperatures again and we get snowed on, which was supposed to have stopped back in the year 2000, instead screw that. We're not going to rely on wind and solar to try to keep us warm during these next few days. We can't anyway because well they're not going to be able to turn. So either it's going to be too cold, it'll be too windy in some places. We won't be able to use wind and solar. All the snow. What's going to keep us warm is of course coal, natural gas plants. To help warm the planet, and apparently this is not happening. We were told it was supposed to be a lot warmer than this by now. And the sea levels were supposed to be a lot higher than this. Still waiting on it. So to help them out, I'm starting to feel sorry for the people in the cult of climate change. They keep making predictions that don't come true. We need to pump more CO2 into the atmosphere. If you own a big truck... Please, and are you one of those who goes down the road rolling coal? Will you roll coal for climate change, please? We need to encourage it. We need global warming. I need you heading down the road rolling as much coal out of your truck as possible. Anybody else who has big vehicles, diesel especially, just give it all you got. Over the next few days at home, don't worry about your electric bill. I know it's been kind of high lately, but just start using electricity. And whatever else you use to keep warm inside. just Some people have fireplaces. I personally know people who have uh, stoves in their living rooms that they don't burn wood, although they could. They burn coal. It's Wyoming. There's coal all over the place. They throw big chunks of coal in there and light it. And it'll burn all night long. They just burn coal straight. Would you do more of that, please? And again, if you have an all-electric house, just use as much as you possibly can. We need to get more CO2 into the air. If we get enough CO2, according to the cult of climate change, we get enough CO2 into the air, all of this nasty cold weather will finally come to an end. And we'll finally have nice warm temperatures year-round in the state of Wyoming. Now, wouldn't that be nice? To have nice warm temperatures year-round in the state of Wyoming. So do your part, if you will, for climate change. And please put more into... Forget this carbon sequestration nonsense, too. I keep hearing that from our state government. We're going to sequester carbon into the ground. Put it into the air. Apparently, we need it. Because this global warming that they're talking about really isn't working out well for them, is it? It isn't for me. All right. Now next story up for you well i just i just would like you to do your part i'm sure you can manage it next headline parents livid as preschool puts children in blackface to celebrate black history month oh lord (laughs) okay so apparently anyone who's ever put on a blackface like the old vaudeville days that's considered racist except if a liberal has done it in his past like, for example, the Prime Minister of Canada was in blackface in his past, but he didn't get away with it because he's a liberal. But if he had been a conservative, it would have been the end of his political career. Parents of a preschool in Miami, Florida, are furious at studios kids at Little River. Earlier this month, the school's messaging app featured a picture of children painted in blackface, The photo was captioned, Black History Month. (laughs) I think someone's missing the point of Black History Month, says the author. According to a local TV station, WPLG, the parents immediately texted the owner, uh, included photos of the known activities and called them racist. The owner of the event said she didn't understand what they meant. And that's why she was what she was talking about, since in our school, we don't use this word. Uh, Neither have we this kind of thing in mind. Well, the woman who puts on the event, who, by the way, is black, pulled her kids. I'm sorry, the woman who is black pulled her kids out of the school. Okay, the woman who's protesting and many other parents, mostly white, followed suit. She met with the owner. Of this organization, there are these organizations who will show up and put on events around your local school. So, private organizations. The owner has been given an earful by about 50 families and then finally apologized. The NAACP Miami Dade branch calls out preschool teachers and Studio Kids Little River for using blackface to teach lessons about black history. The use of blackface at any time is insensitive and offensive. Okay. Oh, I have a video of this. Oh, my Lord. Okay, so here's a kid dressed up as a police officer with blackface. And here's a kid dressed up as a construction worker with blackface on. Oh, there's a whole video of this thing. Okay. All right. Now, there was another story that was similar to this. I'm seeing if I can find it real quick here. Um, here we go. This, I thought, was hysterical. Arab Latina activist. So this person is an Arab Latina activist, working as chief equality officer for a progressive group. Turns out she's actually a white woman. Remember Rachel Dozel, who was in charge of a San Francisco chapter of the NAACP, and she turned out to be a woman who was um, basically using... She doesn't tan easily. She's more of a redhead. She was using bronzing spray to color herself darker and passed herself off as a black woman and then became a head of the NAACP. Members of the American Friends Service Committee, Quaker Organization, Progressive Values is what they advocate. Really shocked to find out that this woman of color, in fact, has been faking it all along. 845, Wake Up, Wyoming. Sometimes the best way
0: Woods on AM ten thirty K2 Radio. Join the show at eight 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 ninety seven Woods. 848's
1: it's the time. It's Wake Up Wyoming. Off we go to the icebox. Frank Gambino is waiting by. Okay, Frank, so let me see. Causes of death in a country song.
3: In a country song. Yeah. Um booze. Yeah, oh, tractor turning over, sure. run over by a train, yeah, you're, you're killed good. by wife or ex-wife, uh-huh. or ex, you know. Um, now, I have a pie chart in front of me here. Oh,
1: okay. <laughs> so uh, this, the least amount, shot in Reno just so I could watch him die.
3: Yeah. Oh, okay. A okay.
1: uh, step up from there is bad whiskey.
3: Yeah, Yeah, that'll get you.
1: Uh, Kicked in the head by a mule. That's in the country song. That's next up. Mm -hmm. Uh, Run over by a train. Of course. uh, Got it pretty quick. Uh, Just up and died. That's about a quarter of this. (laughs) You just up and died. You just up and died, yeah. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Broken heart, sometimes a dog might be involved. (laughs) Shot by a lover, usually down by the river.
3: Right. That's where they hang out.
1: Okay. Now, of course. You oh, know, well, usually in a van down by the river, but that's a whole another story. Boy, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, of course, you've heard the old joke about what happens when you play a country song backwards. What you get your horse back, you get your wife back, you uh, get your dog back, you and get your the, truck and the train back. goes backwards too. <laughs> that's <Okay. right>. Yeah, <laughs> every little thing there. Yeah. Okay, I well, I was just looking at the pie chart with great interest, and I if you walk as you walk downstairs, you go by uh, the music that they play there in the entrance. And sometimes it's a country station, right? And all you really need to do is just listen for a couple of seconds to figure out in which way does this guy die in the song. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. There was a guy a while back who wrote what was called... He he wrote what he said was the perfect country song. I'm forgetting who the singers are, but the listeners remember. And he sent it to another country singer who said, no, you didn't say anything about mama or getting out of prison or trains. (laughs) So the guy wrote one more line. I was drunk the day my mama got out of prison, and I went down to pick her up at the train station, but before I can get there in my pickup truck, (laughs) on and on he went.
3: (laughs) One last line, he included everything. He's got it all covered. Women's college basketball from over the weekend, the Wyoming Cowgirls rallied from 15 points down to beat San Diego State on the road over the weekend 70 to 58. So they're 18 and 9 overall, 11 and 5 in Mountain West Conference play. Cowgirls rang up 50 points in the second half. They shot 57% from the floor from the game. Douglas High School grad Allison Fur to get 20 points to lead the way for Wyoming and as a team they went 12 for 12 from the free throw line. UW will host Nevada on Thursday. For the Wyoming Cowboy basketball team, their brutal season continued with a home loss to Air Force on Friday, 70 Air Force is just 5-10 in league play. And the Cowboys were the sole occupant of the basement of the Mountain West Conference at 3-11, 8-18 eight overall. And the Cowboys really not very good at all from the three-point line, 6-26. of 26. And the Falcons made 8-17 of 17 from beyond the arc. Game also featured 55 free throws, so it made it nearly unwatchable. The season can end soon enough for Wyoming, and they'll be hosting Utah State tomorrow in Laramie at 7 p.m. Juco basketball from Saturday. The Casper College team swept LCCC at the Erickson Gym. The Casper College women... Rated 16th in the country are 25 and 3 with an 81 67 win over L Trip. Jocelyn Igo, Flora Goethe, and Sandra Fro Garcia at 16 each for the t burs The Golden Eagles were led by Jamie DeCook with 21 and they fall to 18 and 9 overall. Casper College men beat El Trip on Saturday 79 72 to up the record to 22 and 5. Encampment native Dalton Peterson led the way for Casper with 24. Ben Hageman at 22 for the Eagles who fall to 14 and 11 on the year. Casper College weather permitting will be in Torrington on Wednesday to meet Eastern Wyoming. And El Triple C at home on Thursday to meet Northwest of Paul. In high school boys swimming from over the weekend, those championships were held in Gillette on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Laramie won the 4A title for the sixth consecutive year and won that handily. Ethan Merrill of Cheyenne Central was the winner swimmer of the meet with two individual wins in the 200 IM and the 100 breaststroke. In fact, he three-peated in both of those events. In three, a Lander won the Boys State title for the 27th straight year and won that handily. Dylan Hillscab of Lander won two events, the 200 freestyle and the 100 butterfly. Plus, he anchored two winning relay teams. At Auto Racing, the NASCAR circuit kicked off yesterday with the Daytona 500 with some yellow caution flags in the final laps. There were two two two-lap overtimes, and the race was finally won by Ricky Stenhouse. That was his first win in 200 cup races. And that's it in sports.
1: Okay, I looked it up because you can look up anything on the Internet these days. All right, so the uh, song was updated to make it the perfect country song. The lines are, I was drunk the day my mama got out of prison. So, there's mom in prison. I went to pick her up in the rain. So, there you go. It's raining. Before I could get to the station, in my pickup truck, pickup truck is mentioned, she got run over by the damned old train. So, train and somebody died. Wow. See? Got everything you know, in there in one little paragraph. And that's the
3: kind of stuff that will put you on CMT.
1: <laughs> that's right. Or, or on serious depressive medication. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. All right. David Allen Coe, says JW and Guernsey. Also reefer in Carpenter, Wyoming, says David Allen Coe. You got it. Thanks, Frank. Appreciate it. And you guys are right. It was David Allen Coe's song. It takes like two seconds to look it up on the internet these days, doesn't it? I remember hearing that song for the first time. I thought it was hysterical. All right, coming up on some local business, news time after that, national local update on the weather forecast. That's important. You and I get back into it. More open phones. 9 o'clock hour. Wake up, Wyoming. Six to time, wake up, Wyoming. It is a Monday. Man, is it a Monday? Got the weather coming in. A lot of roads being closed. More weather, weather coming in after that. Roads, yeah. Okay, so, yeah. well. Um,
5: every seriously, stuff folks, stuff.
1: um, the next couple of days, if you haven't done it already, is a good time to maybe go get yourself prepared for what's coming the next couple of days. We will keep you informed on all of that. Meantime, about those Wyoming roads
2: warning. We're sorry, but due to winter conditions, Wyoming is closed. If you are interested in winter recreation or just passing through, we just can't help you right now. Honestly, we're okay with it. Y'all are crazy out there and we needed a break. It's cold.
1: I'm checking up on Wyoming road conditions. Yeah, really nothing's changed since I last talked to you. Cheyenne to Rollins, closed. If you're in Rock River, Medicine Bow, Hannah, Uh, Sorry, Elk Mountain area. You're not moving anywhere. Uh, Anywhere up around Muddy Gap and even places like Jeffrey Shitty and so on, you're kind of stuck where you are. If you want to travel I-25 between, let's say, Casper and Cheyenne, especially between Douglas and Cheyenne, really sketchy there with all of that wind and blowing snow. They would rather you only did it if you have to. High-profile vehicles, stay off. East Wyoming in general has got a lot of wind. We'll keep you up to date on that and the incoming weather. All right, 97 Woods, the phone number. That's eight 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 ninety seven W O O D S. Oh, President of the United States, you might have heard, is out of town. He's in Ukraine. He snuck out, went to Ukraine to show his support and give them more money. That means for the next couple of days, uh, Camilla Harris is in charge. I know, right? In the meantime, North Korea says they have a missile that can reach California, in which case we're saying, don't waste your time. They're destroying themselves. However, if if the president doesn't make it back and Camilla Harris winds up in charge, could you get together, North Korea, with China and just send everything you got? Because we'd like to just end it all at that point. It, oh, I can't... If I'm going to talk about this, then I might as well go ahead and, and see. Where is... Ah, uh, see, there's the California oil there, and there you go. So, ladies and gentlemen, as long as I'm talking about maybe nuking California, it's a waste. They're taking care of themselves. Why would you bother? Francisco is considering repealing a law that boycotts conservative states over anti-LGBTQ abortion legislation. Yeah, I'm offended. No, because we never made the list. They boycotted all sorts of other countries, well, states, communities, cities, but they never boycotted Wyoming. Ever. They never boycotted. I sent them letters. I've sent several cities in California. There were several California cities that said, that's it. Because of certain legislation, we are boycotting that city or that state. And I actually sent letters to certain people high up in those cities and state governments. I... Some of you remember because I wrote the letter and I posted on the Wake Up Wyoming website so you guys could read it. And I asked you to help, if you would, write the letter. And then I sent it to these people for real. I actually did it and never heard back. And we were never part of the boycott. And it upset me greatly. Because if any state should be boycotted, it would be us. Among other conservative states, it's sort of like a badge of honor, right? So don't you feel kind of left out that you weren't included in the hateful boycott from San Francisco or San Diego or some other places like that? Or the entire state of California itself? Is it because they don't think that Wyoming exists? Maybe that's it. Not sure. But I, I would like to hear an explanation as to why. Maybe I should go write the governor again. I'm not sure. All right, Miss Mary. You can send her through. Hey, Jude.
6: Yeah, I missed you this weekend. I was hoping you'd come out.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. I was kind of hunkered down at home getting some stuff done, but I definitely want to see your um, vintage car lot.
6: Yeah, you do. Anyway, yeah. the reason I called this morning is um, I've been doing, well, I was talking to you last week about solar panels and wind towers and stuff, and it's really hard to find anything derogatory about them especially like on google you have to really dig deep oh yeah
1: you can't use google no you can't
6: no it's all uh sunshine and peppermint will yeah. peppermint patents. i did find where solar panels pose a fire risk as with other more conventional sources of electricity solar panels do not do have the potential to start fires yeah. the biggest fire risk is usually seen in poorly installed panels old units, faulty wiring, or poor installation. And then it goes on to say, solar power is not very reliable. Solar power is not a variable, very reliable source of energy for several reasons, including the inefficiency of solar power means it cannot meet the electrical energy demand of our world basis. Mm -hmm. Sunlight Sunlight has limited daily ability okay this goes back to the 280 million dollar project that they're going to put out there in uh barnett right i'm gonna i'm gonna get on this tuesday night at the county commissioner's meeting i think this needs to be revisited it takes up a lot of land uh i don't care who's going to make money off of it uh the toxic waste produced by these solar panels is an often overlooked problem however it is a significant issue that increases as more solar panels and solar energy are used right. now they end up in our landfill and you can't just get rid of them they're they're poison pads basically yeah. and i don't know why we're messing with this stuff anyway because once the subsidies and all that go away they tend not to take care of them anymore and who's going to be responsible for cleanup
1: well the usual you know I mean? okay the answer to that just so you know is the state now—you got to check to see if the state does this for solar panels too. I know with wind power, they have to put money in escrow, so if the company goes out of business, then there's money there to reclaim the land. Do they also have you know, that you, set up for solar panels? I don't know.
6: Yeah, you're probably right because I remember seeing something about it in this awful land use plan yeah. that they passed back in December that I'm still fighting against—that uh, they're going to take X amount of dollars for cleanup or not. Solar tower, or I mean, uh, phone towers. Yeah. So I imagine solar is probably going to end up in there at some point, but I don't remember seeing it there. Okay. One of the biggest problems I got with this is is nobody asked us mm-hmm. if we wanted to be involved in this at well. all. You know, it was just sprung on us uh, back in December. I had no idea about it, so I started digging through the Casper Star Tribune, and it was little articles, you know, leading you along the the, the Primrose Path to this big solar farm. And everywhere they've done this, in Utah, in Nevada, and everywhere else, it ends up being a problem of disposal.
1: Do they have any kind of consideration for, as you were saying, the the amount of land that's being used? Because let's say some oil company came in and wanted to take up that much land with a bunch of oil rigs. What would be the response?
6: that's my point. So we're going to take up all this land with these stupid panels that aren't going to produce much more energy than a potato plugged into your wall, <laughs> and it's going to cost us millions. In, oh, and they take a lot of water. Did you know that? No, I didn't know solar that. Need water. I didn't know that. That was something that was pretty okay. Solar energy requires a lot of water. Water is not required for PV cells to work, but for CSP, water is needed. For cooling purposes, in fact, DSP plants can use hundreds of gallons of water in the process of converting sun rays into usable energy. And I'm thinking maybe that's why they're pushing this uh, uh, Seminole deal out there where they're going to pull the water out, send it up a pump, and generate electricity and send it out. Well, what's next they're going to put solar panels out there because they're going to
1: need water for them mm-hmm. and there ain't no water in barn end right all uh, right well i was thinking though the one you were talking about where putting the water back up was they wanted to put some wind turbines up that would just act as pumps and the wind yeah. turbine would just pump the water back and see it doesn't have to be electric it would just turn like a like a, a turbine that pulls water up for your livestock it would just right. pump the water back up into the mm-hmm. reservoir so they can continue to run it down and make more electricity off of it. That was that idea. So I don't think the two are connected there. But as far, how much land in bar none would be taken up?
6: Well, I've been able, I haven't been able—I have been able to track down just how much, but it says um, approximately, oh, I guess it doesn't say in that one i'll check that out okay Glenn, cause be interested i now. know it's yeah. a pretty good amount of acreage if you're going to have 280 million dollars worth of panels out there yeah it's going to be in the hundreds at least so that's got to be at least 10 20 acres and if not more we're you know antelope eat out there okay, where, where the antelope's gonna go. what, okay. Is,
1: what is the impact i don't know because i'd have to see what they're planning to put out there so this is where it's an unknown. But depending on what kind of solar panel, what would be the impact for the airport? Because you're talking about airplanes coming in. Is there a lot of what? reflectivity there?
6: No, um, in fact, I think uh, one article said that the airport had signed off on it. In fact, okay. there was documentation that went with it okay. that it wouldn't be a problem to the airport. But I didn't see an environmental study in the packet, so I'll have to go back and look okay. and see if I missed it. But I think this should have been put to the people before we invested in anything like this. Yeah. I mean,
1: are they using be... taxpayer money for this?
6: Oh, I assume some of it probably is yeah. taxpayer Usually money. Usually is subsidized, yeah. Okay. Yep. Usually subsidized.
1: All um, right, anyway, dude. Anyway,
6: have a good day, guys.
1: All right, thank you. And stay nice and warm out there the next couple of days. Because, you know, with all of this global warming heading our way, 919 is the time. Wake up, Wyoming.
0: To build the Wake Up Wyoming mobile app to hold them all, free download from AM 1030 K2 Radio. Nine twenty-five
1: is the time. You can do it, Judy. Just did. she called in. She interrupted. Change the subject. Fine by me. Triple eight ninety-seven. What's the phone number? That's eight 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 ninety-seven W O O D S. Talk about what I'm talking about. Change the subject. Fine by me. Headline here reads, the woke left lunatics are coming for Willy Wonka. Okay. Well, no, they have to ruin everything. Don't you understand? And don't worry, they attack each other, too, which is a lot of fun to watch. Story says, um, let's see, most of the tends convincing after emerging regularly scheduled high- a professor. Okay. Okay. Um, The story was covered by several writers at Town Hall Mothership. Uh, They say, as far as the left is concerned, really, no stone can be left unturned with this. So, now, if you didn't know, the entire whole thing about, like, Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory and so on, it's not just one book. There's a whole series of them out there. If you buy a new edition... ...of one of the works of the beloved children's book... ...by Ronald Dolly or Dahl... ...author of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory... ...and James and the Giant Peach... ...you're going to get what he actually wrote... ...if you buy one of the new editions. Instead, you're not going to get... ...I'm sorry, what he actually wrote. The older editions, you will get what he actually wrote. The new editions, you won't. You're going to get a woke facsimile of those books. So again... The original, now, if you read the books, forget what you saw in the movies. The movies were adaptations of what the books were. I read the books, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory and James and the Giant Peach. Again, Hollywood took a look at those, good stories, and said, let's do our own version based on that. So it's not exactly the same thing. But I do think Hollywood their version of James and the Giant Peach and Charlie and the Chocolate Factory were both very good. I enjoyed both the books and what I saw at the movie theater. But if you buy the new editions, you're going to get a facsimile of those books, drastically rewritten to bring thousands of little details into line with modern woke culture. The story says the implications of this is much larger than than rewriting the author alone. The rewrite is part of the less larger effort, not just to dominate contemporary society, but to close off all avenues of escape, and even the possibility that some of you might be non-woke thinkers. Which reminds me, remember we went through a controversy a while back where Dr. Seuss books were being banned. Yeah, they even want... Yeah, they even want to crush Dr. Seuss. Here's a tweet. Um, Altagas Gloop, that's a character, is no longer fat. Really. And the Oompa Loompas have gone gender neutral in the new edition of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory after sensitivity readers were hired to scrutinize the text. Hang on. They hired sensitivity readers... Okay, so the fat kid, Augustus Gloop, is no longer a fat kid. And Oompa Loompas are gender neutral and many other changes to the text because they hired sensitivity readers. I had never heard of such a thing. Imagine getting a job as a sensitivity reader. Apparently that's a profession. I never knew such a thing. I guess I have to go off and buy the original books. Same thing with buying Dr. Seuss books, the banned ones. There's places you can still get them. They're just not reprinting them anymore. You have to go find old editions that people are selling. Yeah, but not officially through Amazon. I don't think they do it, I'd have to check. Local news, weather forecast. Wake up one.
0: You roam with the Wake Up Wyoming mobile app. This is AM 1030
1: K2 Radio. 9.36 the time. Wake Up Wyoming. Okay, so Laurie and Laramie want you to know they have a uh, was it a mixed dance? Square dance lessons with naturally renowned caller and instructor Dave Cooley's spring session 2023. Dates are February 16th through May 18th. Date and time is Thursday, 630 till 830 p.m. The place in Laramie is 3905 Gray's Gable Road in Laramie. For any questions, you can call 307-760-1994. Call or text. Again, so those are square desk lessons that they're having out in Laramie. And then, this is a good one. Um, let's see, who put this one? Okay, yeah, Mark and Centennial. I mentioned that there were some books that woke culture has been working on. I didn't know there were sensitivity readers. So if you tried to get books like James and the Giant Peach or Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, if you try to get those books, they have been remastered to make them more sensitive and more woke. Mark and Centennial, can I get a woke version of Animal Farm? Which case I answered, what about a woke version of George Orwell's 1984? What about a woke version of Ayn Rand's Atlas Shrugged? How about that? I don't see one. I see Terry Gal in Fort Collins. Hey, Terry, our Terrier, I'm sorry. Uh, wouldn't it be grand if we got a year's worth of uh, legislative jubilee? No new laws allowed. Only removal of some existing laws, rules, regulations allowed. None added, none. Here's one of the things I do, Terry or Gal in Fort Collins. When I go to vote for somebody, I ask them one question. We give you this gig. We give you this job. What are you going to do with it? And if they give me a long list of things that they need to build and laws they need to pass and et cetera, et cetera, I'm not voting for them. If they understand that government is the problem, And they want to not add laws, but take away laws and reduce the size of government and cut spending. That's my person. That's it. A couple of quick ones I'll probably have to get to tomorrow. New Jersey will now be targeting 100% what they call clean energy, but you know it's not. All electric cars by 2035. They're following California. They hope that if you're going to buy a a car in new jersey by 2035 only electric cars will be for sale new cars anyway that's not to say that well like there's other states there as a minnesota 10 states in general are trying to join the whole zero emissions thing which again there is no such thing as zero emissions it doesn't exist okay it, they can't have that. It doesn't exist. Clean, green, sustainable, we've been through all that. doesn't exist. And much of what they're trying to do I would even say is unconstitutional. This, I wait for, and it's, I, you know, I hate predictions, but I, I look at this and I think as states try to do this, California, I think, led the way. Other states are trying to do it as well. And they're trying to go all wind and solar and so on. Watch for the giant flop in all of this. And if you want to know where my proof is, look at what's happening to Europe as Europe is turning back on their coal-fired power plants. All of this clean, green, sustainable stuff that they tried doing didn't work for them. It was a disaster. And even though they're, they're saying they're not going back, they actually are turning back. I love it that in Germany... They wanted to put a coal plant back online because they needed the electricity. And much like up in Gillette, there's a couple of coal plants in Gillette where they mine the coal, put it on a conveyor belt, and run it right up into the power plant. Well, that was the case in one of these Germany coal plants they are putting back online. Unfortunately, where the coal was, someone had built a wind farm. So they had to tear down the... Isn't that just beautiful? They had to tear down the wind farm to get at the coal for the coal power plant. Environmentalists just went crazy. California had to turn back on natural gas plants because going all wind and solar just wasn't working out for a multitude of reasons. So they're going to keep trying all of this. They're going to keep pushing all of this. But reality, at some point, when it's not affordable when they see how much this stuff actually does pollutes, when it's not reliable, when they don't have the money for the subsidies. Mostly affordability and reliability come into play here, but they have to take a look at the pollution end of it at some point too. So in the short run, they keep pushing stuff like this and it keeps making headlines. In the long run, they keep talking about sustainability. Their plan is not sustainable. And so in the long run, all of this falls off. We here in states like Wyoming have to stop going down this path too. We're fighting real hard to keep our wind and solar, you know, wind and solar needs to stop, but to keep our coal and gas plants up and running. Enough with the carbon sequestration and no more shutting down these plants, but keep them running. We become, if you want to know how Wyoming can make a lot of money, we become the state for reliable energy. That's how. That guarantees our future, as all these other states make the same mistake. California, Europe,
0: now New Jersey are making.
1: 942, wake up Wyoming.
0: 87 Woods or chat him on the Wake Up Wyoming mobile app. This is AM 1030 K2 Radio.
1: It's wake up Wyoming. Off we go to talk to Frank Gambino, who's over there in the ice box. So, uh, first off, Frank, someone found a prehistoric penguin that's as tall as me, and I'm six foot. That's what I read. Yeah, yeah. Those,
3: those things are gnarly. <laughs> wow, huge. You you know, you, so, so you, yeah. Can you imagine watching March of the Penguins with penguins that big?
1: Yeah, and, and they're sort of like rumbling the earth as they go. Yeah, that's huge. Okay, it'd be a big army of penguins. But Wyoming can beat that with something entirely different. A found in Wyoming. Impressively size uh brontosaurus. Remember Brontosaurus because that's what they would have on the Flintstones, a Brontosaurus burger. Yeah,
3: yeah. A, a, like, yeah. And, and yeah, and then they the, the Brontosaurus would be lifting the rocks with yeah, its Exactly. That's a brontosaurus, quarry. yeah. They
1: found a big pile of brontosaurus poop. One big one big turd weighed about three thousand pounds. Three thousand? Yes. Whoa. So not only is Wyoming home to. That brontosaurus is full of it. Yeah, well, it was. Yeah. Wyoming was home to the largest ever found, but also. And and that would be the biggest footprint found in the Black Hills, but the Wyoming side of it. Mm hmm. Okay. But at the same time, that is the biggest turd ever found. Wow. Now, he dropped that deuce. Well, I mean,
3: probably for about a hundred feet tall. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God!
1: You imagine the sound it made when it hit the ground. Oh. Oh my Lord! That was about 150 million years ago. So I think it's probably done stinking by now, right?
3: I would hope so.
1: Yeah. Okay. It took forever for this giant fossil to. How did somebody take a look at that and go, you know, that's just a big turd?
3: You know what? There are archaeologists who have to yeah. investigate that kind Th- of then, stuff. Then, then what they do you have to do dig with deep?
1: That? Yeah. Oh my lord! Yeah. Then you did. De- what do you do with it after? I know. If you went last, I looked anyway. If you're up in Gillette, Wyoming, and you go to the post office, while you're waiting in line, they have a glass case there, mm-hmm. and you look at the glass case, and they have on display dinosaur turds. Really? Okay. At the that, post office. That's Gillette for you. Okay. You don't look. Where else can you go to find dinosaur turds? Gillette, Wyoming? Uh, Gillette, Wyoming has them on display at the post office there. So Alrighty. I think it just completely fits Gillette, Wyoming. I'm sorry, Gillette. No, but it you does. didn't say that, did you? No, I did out loud, too. <laughs> <laughs> but now, what do you do? Now that you found this 3,000 pound turd, what do you do with it? Well, I'm, I don't. I don't know. Put it I mean, on display somewhere. Put it on display in
3: Gillette. Biggest
1: turd ever found. Yeah, was here he it is. Was constipated or something? Yeah. yeah. How exactly? Char- this, charge him two bucks. What yeah. the hell was he eating?
3: Everything that, in sight, evidently.
1: God. And again, this, okay, you know something, Frank? Do me a favor.
3: Change the subject. Yeah, Please. All right, we'll talk about women's college basketball first. Wyoming Cowgirls with a great win on Saturday on the road, 70-58 to over San Diego State, to improve to 18-9 and overall, 11-5 and in Mountain West Conference play. The Cowgirls not only scored 50 points in the second half, but they were down 15 in this game and shot 57% from the floor for the game. Douglas High School grad Allison Furtig got 20 points to lead the way for Wyoming. The team as a whole went 12-12 for in the free throw line, and UW will host Nevada on Thursday. For the Wyoming Cowboys, they're brutal season continued with a home loss to air force on friday night 75 69 air force is just five and ten in league play and the cowboys are the sole occupant of the basement of the mountain west conference at three and eleven and in league play eight and eighteen overall Cowboys uh, just 6 of 26 from the three-point line. The Falcons were 8 of 17 from beyond the arc. The game also featured 55 free throws, which made it nearly unwatchable. Season can't end soon enough for Wyoming, and these guys will host Utah State tomorrow on Laramie at 7 p.m. Junior college basketball from Saturday. The Casper College team swept LCCC from Cheyenne at the Erickson Gym. Casper College women, they're rated 16th in the country, improved the 25 and 3 with an 81-67 win overall trip. Jocelyn Igo, Flora Goet, and Sandra fraul Garcia each had 16 for the T-Birds. The goal the Eagles were led by Jamie DeCook with 21. They fall to 18-9 overall. The Casper College men beat C on Saturday, 79-72, to up their record to 22-5. And Kentman native Dalton Peterson led the way for Casper with 24. Ben Hageman led the Eagles with 22. They fall to 14-11 on the year. Weather permitting, Casper will be in Torrington on Wednesday to take on Eastern Wyoming, and C will be at home on Thursday to meet Northwest Paul Boys High School swimming over the weekend. Those state championships were held over the weekend in Gillette. Laramie won the 4A title for the sixth consecutive year and won that handily. Ethan Merrill of Cheyenne Central was the swimmer of the meet with two individual wins in the 200 IM and the 100 breaststroke. In fact, he three-peated as the state champions in both of those events. In 3A, Lander won the Boise State title for the 27th consecutive year and won that handily. The Dylan Huel's camp of Lander won two events, the 200 freestyle and the 100 butterfly, plus he anchored two winning relay teams for the Tigers. And that's it in sports.
1: So when you're driving down the road and you see one of those signs over the interstate, where they put up a message for you to read, yes. you know, and it says, "Go hands-free." What do you think of driving with no hands on the wheel? Uh, yeah, exactly right. Because what they probably mean, and they should think about this, is like a Bluetooth thing. Is yeah, don't yeah, go hands-free. Which is you know what? Well, I don't have a Bluetooth, but I just put my phone on speaker, and I can be heard, mm. and I can they can hear me. But uh, yeah, they mean go hands-free on your phone, or some people have their phone hooked up through their system in their car.
3: I I looked at it as the days I used to ride my bicycle, no hands.
1: But now this, I have a picture here of a motorcycler riding under a sign that says, go hands-free now, it's the law, Mm -hmm. and he's got his hands up (laughs) off of his in the air, up above his head, like
3: like like, like a touchdown <laughs> signal,
1: yeah. <laughs> you guys might want to rethink the wording on that one. Just a bit, not the reaction, yeah. You know, thank you, Frank. Not the reaction you thought you were gonna get, but it's it's go hands free. It's what he's doing. All right, coming up on some local business. Stick with your local radio station and wake up Wyoming. app as weather conditions continue to, I'm sorry, deteriorate. We'll keep you up to date on that road conditions too. Get those app alerts. Wake up Wyoming.
5: second-guess.